0: We are four days out from the Canadian Grand Prix, and we said we'd do this podcast. Today, we are talking about Haas.
1: Haas, F1 team.
0: I wonder if there's an abbreviation for Haas that says how bad they are with H-A-A-S.
1: Talk about dragging your last name through the mud. Yeah.
0: So, before we get into Haas, because that's the majority of our episode, watch the Mercedes video, technical video on on the Canadian Grand Prix. What was it really technical? Did you get a chance to see it yet?
1: I haven't, but I found myself struggling to watch those videos. Tough
0: video to watch. I mean, that guy's hard to listen to. But we talked about the George strategy, which we talked about a little bit. But the fact that they thought they were going to catch Carlos or Max because their tires would wear out. At, but here's my thing, They thought right? they
1: were on pace with lap times. Obviously, towards the end of the race, after the restart, they were not on the pace.
0: Uh, that's not even the point. Even if Max and Carlos's tires started to fall off a window where you could make three seconds a lap with the Mercedes… Don't you think they would just pit before you get there?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's been a very frustrating season for Mercedes. They've made, lo- they've made mistakes. It's not just the drivers. I also read an article and they like, the only person to blame for Lewis's, you know, struggles? struggles is him because he's the one who's experimenting. Well, it's like… I don't really blame him for that. He's trying to What do you do mean? He's trying to figure it out. They're like, well, if he just runs on the no. same setup as George, he'll be fine.
0: No, that's stupid because they're trying to become the best. They're not trying to finish third or fourth. That's, exactly. that's dumb. That but, was
1: Motorsport who wrote that.
0: But my whole problem with that, with that article is like, first of all, Mercedes, like, it's not, it's not a mistake. The reason why I don't call it a mistake is because you can't predict a safety car. But why run George long then? Why would you pit George after Lewis instead of piss, pitting him at the safety lap where he'd save 10 seconds? Like, commit to it, right? Do you have fresh tires for the last 10 laps? Run them for another 10 laps rather than pit him right after. Like They pitted him way too early. That's my thing. It's like, I have a beef with that. I don't think it changes anything. I really don't think it changes a thing. But, I mean, the safety car would have benefited from him. He would have been probably ahead of Lewis. It would have made sense. It would have benefited him. But the point is, is that why run George longer 20 laps on his first stint and then come back around and pit him right after Lewis? Like, that just doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a bad move. And we thought, because we heard on broadcast, they said it, it was George. Yeah, George said his tires were, he was struggling with the tires. He struggling a little bit. But you know, like, is, is that just George bluffing,
0: right? Who knows? But anyways, we can move on from that. I just wanted to bring that up. Um, anything else you want to cover before we dive into Haas? Listen.
1: Any, any, anything else? It is cool that we're going to Silverstone, and both Mercedes drivers, is their home track. Yeah. It's so a first, because, you know, we've had Lewis and Valtteri. Now it's like two Brits returning.
0: Yeah, even when you think about, like, Lando's going back home. I mean, Silverstone's legendary for so many different reasons, but… Even for I sure. agree with you, Yeah, I mean, it's not
1: really home. It's like a second home. But, but it's a… When we talk about tracks out there, Silverstone is that track where we've said it, like, racing feels like it was born at Silverstone.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like racing just feels like it's a British right, if that makes sense. Um… Let's talk a little bit about, obviously, quickly, we talked about it as well. Mercedes says they figured out their porpoising. I don't believe it until we actually get, until we get to another event. There's still going to be a full half second behind. Yeah, I agree with that. So we can move on from that. A <laughs> um, couple things. Charles Leclerc was questioned by Jacques Villeneuve about his credentials. It hasn't been Charles inflicted. It's been his strategies and his car's reliability. Charles has looked like a world champion this year, a world
1: champion level driver. You agree with that statement, or you disagree? I would agree with that. Charles has been great. His team has let him down. What's up with these old heads? Whether it's F1, these old heads need to chill, bro.
0: Whether it's F one, NBA, any any sport, NFL. Like, what's wrong with the old heads? Like Jack Villeneuve, you're not you're not relevant anymore. Why are you even, just because we were at Montreal? Like, what are we even talking about?
1: I don't even know if he was ever that relevant. I
0: mean, he won two championships. Oh no, he won one championship. One. He's still relevant. It's a one-time world champion. It's no different than Kimi. Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, the point is, is like Charles has not made that many mistakes this year. He's made one or two, but there's been nothing that said Charles is not a world championship level driver. Like they all make mistakes. Lewis has made a mistake. Max has made a mistake in his championship year. Like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Charles has had a really strong year outside of his team letting him down and having engine he issues. He spun
0: out in, what, in Australia, I think it was. That was his issue when he pushed really hard to catch Max. Just drop him down to P, I think, down the road. That was his big mistake. That's his only mistake I'm get, chalking up this year. I mean, he lost to Max in Jeddah, but I just think Max was the better driver and that was a better car. Like, I don't think Charles is the better Charles driver Charles
1: and Max have drove good years. Like, it's being their team that's pushed it or that's held them back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at I'm not mad at Charles drive drive this year or Max. I just think Jack. Nope. Yeah, he's just I out think, of pocket.
1: I think when we look at the entire grid this year, George has probably drove the most consistently. Yeah, he's, he's made, made mistakes in every single race. Like, That's the thing. He hasn't made a mistake in race day, but
0: he's made he's mistake. Really in qual- strong. Like the first qualifying, remember his tires were warm enough. He made the yeah. mistake where he ran off, he and ran then obviously off. his mistake was to put on the softs. I will say, I I'm happy that Mercedes said. Um, they're happy George took that risk. Yeah, you live team. and
1: die with the risk. Like it would have paid off or wouldn't have. And when you look at Lewis's year, Lewis's year has been a year full of just like experimenting to figure it out. And he's obviously okay with the result. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I, I,
0: George has been consistent. Lewis has not looked great, but you know, that has to be chalked a little bit to his
1: experimenting. So I'm not going to hold Lewis. Did you, all you read to that? what George uh, said about Lewis? What did George say about Lewis? Said that he is inspired by being in the paddock with Lewis, not for his racing ability, but to see how much time Lewis spends with the engineering team. It just shows you though. And he's like, George said he's never seen that before in the sport.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess he spends so much time on the race weekend, and that's why he gets to go away during the when the race isn't out there. I don't know, but. Shout out to Lewis, man. I just, I just hated when he was doing his jet setting tour and you're giving people a reason to talk when your performance performing. down. He also down.
1: did say that Lewis ha- has a way of inspiring the entire garage and bringing the entire team together, unlike anyone he's- Oh seen. yeah,
0: guys, don't worry, mate. We'll bounce back. We'll get back to the factory. Thank you to everybody at the factory. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> shout out to everyone at the factory. Um, shout out to Lewis's very random rain in the ocean, real, <laughs> like my guy Lewis, bro. The ultimate, not, not gonna, I told you I have no honestly, comment. Honestly, he might be the ultimate thirst trap. And he doesn't need to be a thirst I trap.
0: Have, I have no comments on Lewis Hamilton and his social media antics. I don't. But shout Walking out to Lewis. through the
1: streets of London. Those, the, I'm dead.
0: Yeah. And Toto came out and defended Lewis's results, which is great. Um, but we won't harp on Mercedes too much. The last thing I want to cover before we get into Haas is Valtteri Bottas, former Mercedes driver. Did you see his comments? No, tell me. He almost walked away from F1 after 2018. Like, there was some dark days because he had to race under Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, I mean,
1: I know it's well documented that he is… He would say, these are his words, how competitive he was, and he hated losing to Lewis.
0: But he's come out and literally said that he was close to walking yeah, away well, from the
1: sport. Yeah, well, he probably realized he wasn't good enough.
0: I mean, not being good enough for the sport, not being good enough for Lewis Hamilton, two different things.
1: I think. I think Mercedes… Almost broke him. You think so? For sure. Toto always never put him on a multi-year contract. Toto, like, he probably always felt like he wasn't good enough. Yeah, that's fair. Like, Toto said that's how he he, managed Valtteri. But he's not. (laughs) Yeah, but that's... the. But those are the... We've talked about this. Those are the expectations and pressures that come for driving for a championship team. I agree, I agree. Carlos Sainz, you're now racing for Ferrari. The pressure is amplified. I agree. Gasly, look what happened at Red Bull.
0: Yeah, it's it is tough driving for a championship team, but you know Valtteri Bottas, I mean it, I get it for your first 2-3 years, but you were there for 5 years. Sorry, 4 years. 17, 18, 19, no, It's 5 years. 17, 18, five 19, years, 20, 20, 21. Yeah. Like at some point it's got to give. Right? But anyways, let's move on from Valtteri Bottas. He doesn't get our love. Let's talk about Haas, the main Man. attraction today. So let me go through the Haas, right? Man. Let me go through Haas quickly before you even say anything. First race, they scored 10 points. Okay? K-Make finishes on 5th. And that's because Max and Checo DNF'd. Let, let's call it a spade what a spade is, right? They would've finished 7th. Which is still a good finish for Haas. Um, and then we have… Where do they get the other points? They got the other points in… Saudi Arabia. Jada and they got the other points in Emilia Grand Prix.
1: Devin scored in five straight races.
0: So, okay. So just so our listeners know, is Bahrain, the first race, K-Mag scored points. He also scored points in Saudi. And then he scored points in the Emilia-Romagna, which is the Imola. Right?
1: And Mick Schumacher is still looking for that first point.
0: Yes, for his career. So let's dive into it, right? So we start off the year. um, You're excited, Oh, no, they didn't even score points. I think they scored points in a sprint. That's where they scored points. So anyways, regardless of where they scored the other three points, um, I'm just assuming because there's nothing in Saudi. But that's not even the point today. Me and you were both excited about Haas. We had a former, former friend, not former friend, but former F1 expert, no longer with us, him the best of luck, Matthew Lamonis come on and say, Haas is going to look strong this year. We thought he was crazy. They came off the gates. They look strong. Like it is what it is. I got to give them the credit. And we chalked a lot of that up to them having the Ferrari resources. And one thing we underestimated is how much time in the wind tunnel would help them, which obviously did. So continue along with the story. They score well in the first three. They do well in the first three races. What the hell have they done? Sorry, the first four races. What the hell have they done since now?
1: They've done nothing. Nothing. They've regressed. Bro, okay.
0: And what do you want to start with that, or you want
1: to start onto the race pace, or qual- what do you want to? I just kind of with? also want to just paint the picture here. We're talking about a team that has hundred and thirty-one F one races under their under their belt. Yeah, they're not no and sp- they've new never won a race. They also we do know how have tough it is to never a race. got on the podium. We know how tough it is to win a race, though. So you've now been in the sport for almost pretty much seven years. 130 entries. You've never been on the podium. You've never won a race. Um, it's embarrassing. And also, like, I just went into this before we jumped on. The Haas faithful or loyal. Like, Haas does have a pretty strong following. I, res- I, I can't, respect I'm it. I'm, like, impressed by it. No, and, and I respect it. Don't get me wrong. I respect it, man. I'm all but about the Haas love. Between everything that has happened, M- Nikita Mazepin is... S- s- you know, still trying to sue the team. Like, the team's, you know, progressing downwards. Mick Schumacher has this pressure of his dad's last name. I just don't pressure. understand. Where does Haas go from here?
0: There's a lot of pressure, man. There's a lot of pressure. I don't know where they go from here, if I'm being honest with you, but I will say this, right? So, we're going break it, to break it down, right? We obviously know who the best driver is, right? On their team. It's K-Mag. Yo, bro. How, how long do you
1: think Mick has a leash? Well, hold on. Do you know who their test driver is? No. Giovanats.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Is it, but Giovanas, I think he also shares Alfa Romeo. I think he shares yeah, a couple of teams. He's the official
1: test driver for Haas fam. I
0: think he is for Alfa Romeo too. Maybe No, bro. no. That's Robert Kubica. I'm, I'm yeah, tripping. That's yeah. Kubica. Giovanas, bro. It's Kubica. Yeah. Um, so anyways, let's get into it. So we'll talk about the driver thing after. So their qualifying pace is great.
1: They are good for one lap.
0: They're good for one <laughs> lap. What the hell happens after? Why is their race pace so Isn't bad? Isn't George
1: Russell the one that said you have to finish the race?
0: Hey, no. I mean, that's Michael Schumacher. You have to finish the race first to come in first. That was Schumacher. Yeah, laughing.
1: yeah. So you're good for one lap, but you got to finish the race, man.
0: Yeah. But listen, they can finish a race. It's just they don't keep on the same pace. But So anyways, I don't want to dive into the technicality. This is literally us talking about Haas as a casual level just for fun and just kind of breaking down like their race pace their race pace is absolutely abysmal from what it looks like or their race strategy i think it's
1: a little bit of both i think they might have the worst race pace
0: you hated their sprint strategy where he started on mediums and he dropped down the grid instead of saucing uh, like everybody else or it was hards whatever it was it was a harder tire compound um their pace does not look strong they look they look like they're on par with mercedes they're a little bit off of Mercedes during qualifying. They're not too far in Alpha Romeo. But when it comes to the race, they're not even on the same level.
1: They fall down the grid so fast.
0: And then, so that's one thing. Their strategies are just off. Like, they pit k make early sometimes. They try to pit Mick early. It's just like, I don't understand their strategies. That's another thing.
1: Reliability problems out the wazoo. But that's not them. That's a Ferrari thing. They also are the only team that hasn't implemented a single upgrade but this they year. They
0: don't have the budget.
1: So at they're bottom what point, At what point does the FIA get involved and be like, yo, what is Haas doing in the sport? No, they can't.
0: FIA is a governing body, it's F1 that. I'm telling you, man.
1: Gene Haas, I don't know if you've started this process, but like, man, they're. Get Andretti to come by you. Yeah, Get Ford to come by you. But he may not care, bro,
0: because it's still a marketing thing. With the budgets now and the sponsorship, I think that you don't lose too much money anymore with the salary cap. Think about it; it's one hundred and forty million dollars,
1: right? Okay, plus all the other things that are not no, associated with that.
0: That oh. is a salary cap. You can operate at one hundred forty. No, they can operate at one hundred forty without
1: going over. They haven't implemented any upgrades. It shows that they're stingy with their budgeting. Let's also call it how it is this year. How much has Mick cost him in damages, bro? He, probably like 3 to $4 million.
0: But regardless of that, we're talking about just Gene. 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 <laughs> but think about this. So with your colleague, all their sponsors,
1: you think they- bro? Them, your is long gone, fam.
0: No, I'm talking about with all the sponsorship. You think they pulled in, what, $80 million? I don't know. Yurikali, I think it was around $30 million purse. Under Armour. All these different things. I think they might be able… Probably they might, $60 million. They might end
1: up going to court for the Eurocall.
0: Call it $60 million. Okay? We'll call it $60 million. So they can pull $60 million. You think about how much money they make from rev, um, revenue. Maybe $10 million? What do you think the revenue is in, in merch sales and stuff like that? They get split apart of the F1 purse. They're still losing a little bit but not losing that much money as they used to before.
1: They're losing some money but not that much. They're not bleeding, bleeding. Okay. They're not bleeding, bleeding, but… They've fallen to ninth, and I mean, they're not going to be tenth. Williams is trash. Williams
0: is trash. But let me throw this out to you before we, before we move on to your point. How much is a great marketing ploy that's global?
1: But my point is, what is Haas selling I'm globally? Not, uh, H- at least Haas if you're brand. Mercedes, you're
0: selling cars, The bro. Haas brand.
1: But what is the Haas brand? Maybe
0: that means something. Who knows? We haven't dived into the actual Haas brand. My, my Haas point Haas is, racing. like,
1: these other brands, Red Bull, you can go buy a Red Bull product. What are you going to buy at Haas? Haas racing.
0: Haas racing may be worth $30 million as a marketing campaign to be in the number one premier racing. But, but answer my question. Is $30 million, let's say they're losing $30 million, is that not a price to pay for the number one racing marketing tool in the world
1: i don't know bro i I just listen if there was a consumer product or a b2b product on commercials we're talking about f1 you're advertising in f1 yeah but what's what are you getting out of it
0: who knows we don't know that though but that's what i'm saying it's
1: just a feel good story for you to say you're an f1
0: maybe it's the Haas racing brand maybe there's more attached to it than
1: we know there's no way brother but anyways i'll let you go on about there they won't be better than williams continue on they're not going to be like they're going to finish ninth this year. So in a way, it's progress. <laughs> if you're I mean, looking for the silver I mean, lining, they scored, fam. they scored an infinite amount of
0: points over than they did last year. They scored zero points last year.
1: That's right. So you, they've you, already fifteen they, x. If they score two points, it's still an infinite amount of times. You can't multiply zero by anything to get there. All right. You know what? This is this is Haas is a tool maker. They make machinery.
0: Oh, so there you go.
1: It's a tool automation maker. solution. So. Sure. I guess if you are in the B2B world and you're in this space, yeah, like you see Haas, maybe you'll go to them for… See,
0: but that just shows you we don't know exactly. We don't care about Haas as a brand. Official machine tool. But anyways, to piggyback on that point, we don't care about Haas as a brand. But going back to my point, for $30 million for machine tools and being,
1: being part of the premier racing league in the world, is that worth it to you now that you know? Yeah, if that, Because then it's literally just an advertising funnel for your business. And,
0: you know, it's a little hosky He gets a little access to F1 events. He gets a I don't cool even stuff. think
1: I've seen Gene at a race. i him. Okay, seen him. he's there. Him.
0: Yeah, he's been there. Yeah. Seen him at like pre-F1 pre like Sky Sports, Brundle, grid walks. Like you've seen him. Stuff Do like that. Do you
1: think Mick Schumacher scores his first point he this will.
0: Year. I'm going to believe in Mick. But that's not the question I want to ask around Mick. Does Mick have a seed in Hoss Pass 2023?
1: No. And I don't think it's Haas. It's Mick. Like, at some point, I think Mick no, doesn't no, want to no, be there. No,
0: no, Context. Let me give you context. That's fair. I understand where you come. Context. If he continues to drive the way he does and another team doesn't want to pick him up, does Haas still hang on to Mick Schumacher?
1: Haas might hang on to him just solely. F- I don't know. I don't think so. This is a Haas pod. We're not talking about Mick. We're talking about will yeah. Haas retain him? I don't think Haas is going to retain him. I don't either. Because at the end of the day… How much money is Mick going to bring if he's performing for a
0: bottom? He's still German. You know, the whole, his dad's last name. Yeah, his but the German media is
1: running, just killing him right his now. His
0: dad's last name. Like, you know, you know, maybe the German media hated Schumacher the whole time, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> but to let's dial it back. Forget all the theories. I will say this, right? He has shown potential in, in younger racing circuits, in the F2 junior racing circuits, right? So people know the potential is there. But he has looked awful this year.
1: He was his on last his way to scoring his was first not point. His fault.
0: That's not the point. He was on his way to scoring his first point. And then he just pulls that stupid move on Seb. He still would have finished 10th. I know you wanted to finish 9th, but he would have finished 10th. And we talk about racing instinct. I get your racing instinct may kick in, but don't freaking run into Seb and cause yourself a DNF. Then we want to talk about his accident. I gave, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, saying it looked like his car, his car gave out on him, right? When he crashed. When I look back at that, He may have went too fast into that corner. But it looked like his rear just gave out on him. But just in all, like, K-Meg has looked significantly better than
1: him. I mean, leaps and bounds better, bro.
0: I I know K-Meg has experience. And K-Meg is older. He's driven F1 before. But you guys are in the same car, right? K-Meg's been away for the sport for a year. It's a new car. It's a whole new era in F1. He talked about how sore his neck was, but he still came out and whooped your ass in the first two, three races when his neck was really sore. That's not good enough. Mick had a full
1: year developing it.
0: That's not enough. So I'm a Mick fan. I'll come on and say it. But it's not enough. You have to be better.
1: I agree, man. And he said like, yeah, he's frustrated with, you know, the season thus far, but he loves racing. I get it. You love racing, but you got to deliver. You do have to deliver. That's he just really the reality did. of it. I mean, there's no way Nicholas Latifi's in a seat next year. No, Nick. Oscar His Piastri's time taking that seat. is run out. Oscar and, Piastri's
0: taking that seat, Let, and Mick it, has it, to realize
1: that. Like, man, once you leave F1 to get back is it's, it's rare, man. Here, here, here's my real
0: beef with with the whole Mick thing, right? My whole beef with the Mick thing is. You, you've shown you have the talent to drive. And that's fine if you're not going to beat K-Mag. But you are making so many mistakes. And you think of a driver like Joe. Joe is not making those mistakes. You guys are theoretically… And we don't know for facts. But you guys are in the same engine. Right? Not the same car. Your cars look very similar because they're Ferrari influenced, Ferrari engine. They, right? Why is Joe looking better than you? Not performance-wise but just from making mistakes. Shows a rookie. You look like Latifi right now with the mistakes you're making. That's my beef with him. Not because he, he's looked worse than k That's part of it. But my beef is that he's made so many mistakes. And I'm a fan, but... It's like, you got to pick it up. You got to get your head in the game. And I, I know Mick isn't happy with the season, but you should definitely, definitely figure out if it's a sports psychologist, if you need to just spend more time in the paddock with strategy and where their mistakes are, where your car... Gives out. You need to figure that
1: out because it's been embarrassing this year. I think no matter how great you are, both mentally and physically, the outside noise and pressure gets to you. But he doesn't have that much pressure. He does.
0: I don't care. No. Because we don't talk about, uh, we don't talk about Mick Schumacher being a great racer. That's just his last name. That's in his own head. When you hear, maybe the German media, but when you hear the actual media… That's where it all comes from. No, no, no. Hear me out. When you hear the main media, which is the English media, which is mainly probably what he looks at, but theoretically, that is the main driver for F1. Right or wrong?
1: For sure. Yeah, no one's really giving it that much airtime.
0: Most of the fans are paying attention to the American slash… Sorry, the
1: English media. Yeah, but I mean, Germany is still a huge country. That's not my point. When he's a Sky Sports, where's the main media? Of course, it's, it's Sky Sports. Sky
0: Sports is English media. Who the hell is putting any expectations on Mick Schumacher? I mean, no one really. It's just a, that That's your problem to solve with the German thing. It's not like he has every media outlet. Like Lewis Hamilton has every media outlet in the world going down his throat. George Russell has every media outlet. He's a global story. You understand yeah, what I'm for saying? Sure. Those- Mick is a German story. Those guys are global stories. I don't want to hear about pressure. I really don't. I'm done with my tangent. I've got it out on my on my chest. Got it off, off my chest. I don't want to hear about pressure with him. He needs to be better. I want to see Mick at least win one. You need to you need to eradicate the demons that you only have a seat because my, Michael Schumacher is your dad. Wow. You need to eradicate that. So you need to prove you're an F1 driver. Even if you don't win a chip, you need to prove you're a worthy F1 driver because nepotism is a clear thing here in terms of the… What media narratives will drive if you don't pre- prove you're an F1 driver. And I don't want that for Mick.
1: Our boy Gunter has also said that there's like, they're not talking about contract extension.
0: Is this contract up this year? Yeah, I thought it was year. up in 2020. Okay. So does Mick have a seat after this year? I thought it was until 2023. So I even Gunter look
1: says that they're not even, he needs to keep Gunter's words, his nose clean in order for those discussions to start.
0: But Gunther's an idiot. Who else is he picking up? Danny Ricardo.
1: I don't know, man. Like, this you think is Yuki's downgrading?
0: You think Yuki's down? Like, who? Who he else? He said is we won't up? be
1: getting any into anything before summer break. It's important for him to keep his nose clean.
0: No, no I know Gunther said that, but who else would Haas pick up? Yuki, Pierre, Daniel, mean, they ain't getting any Alonso. of those guys.
1: Huh? They ain't getting any of those guys. So, no, they would have to double down on another young driver, which is extremely risky. I would just stick with Mick, to be honest to you. I think I think three years is, is, is,
0: is a fair time to give. I want a to make
1: sure that it is, um, because they're talking You know, that's everyone's asking if he's going to be on the grid next year. Yeah, it concludes this year. Yeah. Anyways, I'll leave it at that. I've said my piece, bro. Mick might not even be there next year. Do you want to go on a rant about Mick Schumacher? That's just crazy to think like he could be in and out. And it will be the most irrelevant. Like, no one will ever remember it.
0: I'll remember it. Michael Schumacher's son, a failure. That's going to oh be the God, headlines everywhere. German
1: media will eat that up. Um, 100%. My whole point, like, where I wanted to just go here is, where does Haas go from here, bro? said at the start, like, where asking do you his go? Question. We don't know.
0: They have to put developments on the car. Like, what do you mean? Where do they go? What's your is actual there question? another
1: team in F one history you, you, that has been in the sport for as Cooster long as Haas that's never scored a point, uh, not a point, a podium?
0: Well, I don't know about a podium, but if they have the money, what, what do you mean? Where do they go? You keep bringing this up. What, where do you, where are you? At some point, why don't you tell us where we're at going? At some point, why don't you after say after
1: seven years?
0: You gotta, just like you gotta stop pushing the narrative that F one's got uh, F one's gonna kick out Haas. Haas pays the bills. They don't care.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they're paying the bills, there's nothing they can do.
0: That's what I'm saying. So, w- w- is your question on where does Haas improve, or if they get kicked out? I, like, w- what is your actual point? Do, I'm you, not do you think
1: Haas is in the sport past 23?
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because here's the thing: why didn't they sell and- Andretti last year? Why is Alpha? That's
1: what I don't get.
0: Because I told you, it's a marketing place So for Gina's
1: obviously happy with it.
0: Because what does it cost him? $30 million a year for one of the best marketing campaigns. How much people? How much do people spend on marketing campaigns a year?
1: So you think the balance sheet is he's only ne- negative 30?
0: Yeah, I think about it. Okay, okay, so what does he spend? Maybe $100, $120 million a year? Probably gets $60 to $70 million in sponsorship. Whatever F1 gives him, part of a pool. Plus his revenue from his clo- ticket sales. Slash, sorry, his clothing sales. Does some events. Does some sponsorships here and there. It was about 20 to 40 million dollars a year 40 million dollars for one of the best marketing campaigns ever and call and you and it's part of it. you get M's. you get access to like you're an F1 like it sounds good it looks good to the shareholders like it's a it's a price to pay okay and I'm sure their their NASCAR teamslash whatever indie teams make up this, some of that money. Yeah well
1: they have one of the best NASCAR teams. Yeah
0: they make up that money in other places so it's like for them they probably look at their motor racing line and it's like hmm if it costs me United, if if it breaks around even, at the end of the day, I don't care. It's the way I kind of see it. I could be wrong. I could be completely yeah. off. But that's the way I see it.
1: It would be um, nice to kind of see them at least. One, I do want to see Mick score a point. I don't want him to leave F1 never having scored a point. I don't think he
0: leaves F1 by next year. I think, I think another team takes a gamble on him. Over who? So- if Williams knows Mick is leaving, do you think they don't pick a Mick over over Oscar? Well, I think they've made
1: it pretty apparent they're going with Oscar. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm saying let's say let's say Oscar talks fall through fall through. Do you think he goes there? I mean, Mick is an F two champion, whereas the cars are the same. I mean, I Mick beat
1: Yuki. You see him linked to Ferrari though. No, I know, but and Mick, I mean that means like Alpha Romeo. But that's because he's
0: a Ferrari. He's a Ferrari young driver. Yeah. Right, but also I'll throw this out to you too, right? Like Joe's keeping his spot. Let's be real. Joe brings 50 million dollars. They said they had more calls this year than they have in
1: X. Yeah, m- 25 not only does years. Joe bring money, but Joe also ain't bad. He's not. We, we don't know if he's bad yet,
0: but he's not making mistakes. Yeah, but he's not at the bottom. But his car's also good. We have to throw that in too. We know he he's not a he he hasn't made mistakes. That's why I'm giving Joe his flowers, where he has proven he's a capable F1 driver there so far. It could be a, like
1: I just wish that we could replace Stroll, and maybe there's an Aston. Maybe series. he goes to Aston Martin. That's a real possibility over Vettel. At
0: Mick Schumacher and last he
1: hero shoes.
0: Mick Schumacher and and Sebastian Vettel. But I will say this, right? He is still proven he belongs there because he's an F two champion. The same car, he beat Yuki. Right, he beat. He beat guys that were in the same level as him that are driving in F1 now.
1: He beat Joe. and That's the tough part here. You want to give him the benefit of the doubt because of Haas, but then you look at what K-Mag's doing.
0: But K-Mag is also an experienced driver. He raced for like six, seven years in F1. Like, I'm not going to come here and say that Mick should beat him. I think Mick should be competitive with him, which he hasn't been. But I also don't think I, I, I would be more concerned if Mick, Mick was beating K-Mag about K-Mag's performance. I just think Mick needs to be more competitive than K-Mag. It's kind of like the Yuki… Sorry. It's kind of like the Mick and Dimitri thing. And it's kind of like the uh, George and Latifi thing. I need you to see… You be closer. Results. sure.
1: I wonder what the rest of the grid thinks of… Like the Maxes or Charles. No,
0: I think they all respect Mick. Because he won F2. The thing is, you can't say Mick Schumacher got here because of his dad's name. Because he won F2. He won F3 as well. He won every junior circuit he was supposed to win. So, like... So, like, logically, you being... being just look, looking outside in, if you took his name tags off,
1: would you think he belongs? For sure, because he's checked off all the boxes. He's checked. So, it's like, guys can't say he made off a of merit. Guys can say, like, maybe a... There n- are other drivers that have never won... Ex- An- Joe! A- Facts.
0: Lance Stroll won F3, and he jumped up to F1, like, even... Max Verstappen didn't even win F2. He jumped up from F3. Lewis Hamilton, he did do it. Um, I don't know if Lewis… Yeah, Lewis did win. But, like, you got to look at it that way, right? I don't think Giovannats Vinat, Gio didn't win. But, speaking of Giovannats, maybe Giovannats Sergio Perez. You know what? Giovannats might make a return. Giovannats… That's what I'm saying, like… A Giovannats and K-Mag lineup would be very stable. Like, we saw Giovannats can drive. Like, like We all care.
1: said that, man. Like, it was Gio tough. It was a tough blow for Giovannats. We understood it. But… Yeah, the guy, the guy can drive, man. He can drive. So, And him and K-Mag would be a very average. You just know you're going to have it. It's consistent, solid. That's it. But I do think
0: Mick has a seat no matter what next year.
1: Do you think Gunter is in the same position next year? Yeah, I think Gunter is. The car's developed. So you think Gunter continues to be the staple for Haas? I do. I do think he's the one consistent
0: part. I think he can go back to Gene and say, we got 15 points this year, all this stuff. They're going to get more points. Yeah, but uh,
1: like… They, I, their upgrades are going to come in Hungary.
0: That's what I'm saying. I, I, I think that he's okay. I think they've shown enough strides for him to keep his job. I will say, here's my prediction. If Vettel stays in F1 and leaves Asimov, he's in a hot seat.
1: Nah, bro. Why not? There's no way Sebastian Vettel will race for. Haas. If he doesn't
0: have Aston Martin seat, what seat is he taking?
1: I think he's out.
0: I said if he stays in F one and he doesn't retain his Aston Martin seat. Oh no! I
1: there, think
0: I think they would swap drivers.
1: I think that Sebastian Vettel has too much pride to race for Haas. Okay,
0: but but okay, but let's on the flip side, he's not losing his Aston Martin seat. He's been good.
1: Yeah, Sebastian Vettel ain't losing his seat. The he's only person good. that should lose her seat is Stroll. No, and that's not happening.
0: No, Lance Stroll belongs in that seat when they're a bottom team. If they want to be a championship team, he doesn't belong in that seat. But he belongs in the seat right now. As an eighth place team, I think that he belongs in the seat. I've come out and said it. I don't think Lance Stroll doesn't deserve to be in F1. He doesn't deserve to be in the top team in F1, which is what Aston Martin's gunning for. Mm. That's my whole beef with Lance Stroll. But
1: throwing it back… But to clarify on bottom teams, Latifi doesn't deserve to be in a bottom team.
0: No, Latifi does not deserve to be in F1.
1: Okay.
0: But… So, but may, maybe, maybe Oscar Piastri gets picked up by Haas and Mick Osip-Williams.
1: I think Haas backfills with Geofanauts.
0: Maybe, but like, why? It's consistent, but like, you're not… You're, you don't have a young talent. Theoretically, like, you, you got to look at it this way, right? Haas is always going to be a bottom-dwelling team unless they get a Lewis or Max and develop their car because they start making up points. Like, you have to eventually gamble.
1: How else can you become good? Because no good drivers can come drive for you, Right? Like let's all like Antonio Giovanats is only 28, bro. Yeah, but you need a young you need a young superstar. You're never gonna move up.
0: Right? You're never gonna move up. That's that's the difference. Cause you this is the way you gotta look at it. How are you gonna move up in the driver's set? If you standings? look at
1: Red Bull and Mercedes to your point, both teams have developed their cars with young stars, Max and Lewis. Yeah. That's Ferrari fair. did it with Schumacher, so you're right. You need to have a young driver to develop the car over, and they have to be a generational talent. Yeah. So the thing is, is like, and Giovinazzi and K-Mac ain't that. Yeah. So my thing is like, you have to gamble. with the You young have to guy. gamble with Mick
0: or Oscar. Oscar hasn't been, hasn't been locked up yet. Oscar he's, can still be taken still off young. the market. Right. So, anyways, the point is, is that you're not growing. With a Giovanaz or K Meg. I mean, you fear, theoretically, you could. Let's throw it out there. You could finish sixth, seventh, get more money, and people can say one young driver might take a chance and be like, okay, they're sixth, seventh. I'll take a chance, like a generational talent as their first seat. But do I really see that happening for Haas? No. I see Haas more taking a gamble on a 19 year old, 20 year old like Mick
1: and developing with them, right? That's the way I see it. But that's also, I, I know we started with some other topics and kind of bringing another topic into this conversation. Do you think McLaren is dropping the ball with Orlando Nars?
0: No. I don't think I don't think he actually feels they should win yet.
1: Are they developing the car they should with a generational talent and we think Lando's that? No,
0: because they don't have a thing, right? I think that's one thing we we're very clear on. They don't have a wind tunnel yet. We were very clear on they don't even they don't, they don't. have a wind tunnel in two thousand twenty four. However, like, McLaren doesn't expect to really be a championship card until they get a wind tunnel and do all those things. This
1: is why, like, certain media's narrative, I told you earlier about how they said Lewis is digging his own grave by experimenting. Same outlet said that McLaren is failing this year because last year they were on par with Ferrari. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
0: It is dumb. Because
1: Ferrari and McLaren are two completely different teams. So
0: here's my thing. I'll throw this out to you, right? Lando's locked in long term. Lando's locked in, I think, to the end of 2025. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if they tank these next two years. They have until 2024 to start proving to Lando why he should retain there, right? Um, But yeah, like, I mean, listen, we had this argument and you, listen, I I understand you've changed your stance, but you were like, well, McLaren had a down year because they lost to Ferrari. And I said, no, it's about expectations and what is actually realistic. Ferrari had two off years. They don't belong in the mid-pack. They belong where they are right now. Exactly. So does
1: Mercedes. Mercedes. And they Ferrari also Rebel. have a completely different like backing. Like they just have but, the, but that was
0: that they're was my big point. team. That McLaren's was my point initially
1: there. when we had that debate. Is that McLaren realistic
0: expectations are they they are a tier under those guys? Yeah,
1: they need to be the best of the mid-pack.
0: Yeah. Until they get their infrastructure right. Because you know, there were dark days in 2019, 2020, as Zach Brown said. They didn't sure. know if they would still operate. Now that they have financial backing. McLaren is a historic team. I think they're second all time in wins in F1. I expect McLaren to be a
1: championship level team in 2026. When's the last time Williams won any championship?
0: Uh, I think it was the m- mid 2000s. Because
1: the last time McLaren won a driver's was Lewis. Lewis Hamilton. No, 0-8.
0: Jensen Button. No, Jensen Button. McLaren yep. hasn't won
1: anything since 08, bro. A ch-
0: constructors, Jensen Button won a championship in 2009, I think. Jensen Button was the last champion for McLaren. 2009. Yep. He was, it was Jensen Button, sir. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, no. What was it wasn't, man. Hang on, hang
1: on, hang on. The last time they won. He was, it was a Braun Lewis. Mercedes. That's right. Okay, it that's, was right. Lewis that's right. Lewis it was Lewis. Lewis. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right. It was Lewis. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, for, for some reason, I thought Jensen was with uh, McLaren at that point. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but they're not a championship-level team right now. They don't have the resources. And for any media to put that out there is ridiculous.
1: The last time they won a constructors was 98. Yeah, they haven't won
0: a constructors for a long time. They and might Lu- have the longest And Lewis's drought. championship is tainted, by the way, that one. That was when they stole stuff from McLaren. Ferrari. Actually, that was 2007.
1: My apologies. So, that was 2007. So I think McLaren, out of the… Teams that have the most history have the biggest drought because Williams won after ninety eight.
0: Yeah, when did Williams last win? So, so it was it was,
1: the, it was like the early two thousands, right? Williams F one last one in no ninety seven. So they have a drought too. We gotta get our history up. Holy, so ninety seven and. Okay, so Williams has the longest drought then.
0: Yeah, Williams does. By one year. So, but anyways, back to our point. Well, McLaren doesn't have championship infrastructure. They don't. And that was my whole point last year. That's why you guys don't hear me talk about McLaren. I'm not sad. I just know where my team belongs.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, they're still at the top of the mid-pack. Yeah, and their
0: car has been trash this Absolutely year. garbage. Trash. And Danny Ricardo has been trash too. But we're going to leave it at that. We got a dip. We're out of here. We'll see you guys Silverstone uh, preview Coming in hot We'll probably see you guys Before that We'll probably see you guys On Monday or Tuesday But We appreciate whoever tapped in Shout out to I think It's Douglas right He's been interacting with us yeah, With us a little shout bit out Shout out to Douglas. our fans.
1: Shout out to everyone That hits us um, Who listens to us The show continues to grow Because of you So uh, If you have an F1 friend Or you want to introduce Someone to F1 Make sure you uh, Slide that Lift and coast referral
0: Appreciate it And Nick Please step up I need it Need it, fam. Peace.